Welcome to Lords of the Late Box. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> it, happens. it happens. Uh, we had some stuff that uh, you know uh, Matt Devoe was busy doing, uh, and uh, so we got Matt's fault. Matt's fault. A little bit later, <laughs> so you know, uh, you know, hey, you guys were tailgating, you know, as it should be, just yeah. like any good rock and roll Party band. We hopefully, come on. you're well lubricated. Yeah, Whoa. we come yeah. we come late, just like any rock show, man. But uh, there, you need right, a second get, beer. That's right, man. Let's get the show right started right now with um with no music intro because you know we're running late. Um, psych, you know we got to do it. Come on, man. Come it's on. it's oh, Friday, man. freestyle Friday. It would be lords without the musical intro. Exactly. Let's drop some DJ uh, too fresh. Is a man, man, well. Is a man, man, well. Is a man, 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 well. Is a man, man, well. When this man makes lyrics like the syrups that you pour upon your pancakes My mandate is to grip minds like a handshake Spit Orlando Lakes and go skinny dip with the fan base Over any damn breakbeat I hastily make pastries tastier than anything that Wolfgang makes So take notes out of suckers, I make coats Lump of sum like Bubba Gump fishing on lake boats I take jokes and turn the comedy into drama I'm bagging on your mama I'm Jeffrey Dahmer behind ya I'm a rhyme writer Lock, stock, smoking the ganja Rebuttals, befuddle, leaving A puddle of saliva, sillies You couldn't handle Randall When I throw my grammar at you It hit your head and you would think I threw a hammer at you I point the camera at you like Herb Ritz Develop it, then use the pictures To pick up bird shits You're nervous as the impervious wordsmiths Hanging out in Rafa's new crib Come with the verses yeah. 
What's oh, up, YouTube? Yeah. Yep. Sorry, we are late, but uh, yeah. our Lord's really ever late. We're no, on time, and on, while we were late, Otto, look who joined us. up another one, man. That's wow. it, man. You never know what's going to happen, right? Look, well, let's take a look at this. What are all the bald heads doing on the bottom? I don't know about this. There's like anybody in here. Oh, days. I'm bald. I just got a hat on, man. Oh, there you go. All right, all right. There you go. on one of your heads. Yeah. All right. So, uh, yeah. Otto, you're going to go forth. You're going forth. All right, Otto. Okay. All right. You just threw a monkey wrench and everything. But it's good to have, uh, you know, two bald heads, uh, uh, a beard, uh, and two... Uh, Semi goatees. <laughs> uh, once again, this is the Cover Price comic book shakers of the list brought by our friends from coverprice.com, uh, focusing on new sales or interesting sales on their daily shakers list. So uh, check out uh, it every day. It changes every day. So uh, we will check it out uh, right after we do over this uh, 10. Well, it's not really a top 10, really. It's alphabetical. So. Um, as we get things started, I think Otto, I think uh, Ryan wants to get things started because he has a uh, personal reason for it. What did we got oh. for the first shaker of the week? Well, I mean, Look at this. what can you say? It's Detective Comics number 38. This is from back in good old 1940, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Holy Jackpot, dear reader. Yet another early Batman key came to market and it is setting records. A flush collector recently scored a CGC 1.5. Forget this, $27,600. <laughs> Only the cost of a new car, right? Oh, um, right. The down payment. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Exactly. Um, just two short years ago, a 2.5 was going for nearly the same price. Uh, while Batman worked relatively solo since his inception in Detective Comics number 27, after 11 issues, a change was made. That change was the introduction of Robin, the Boy Wonder, who first appeared in this book. After his parents were murdered, Batman, masquerading as Bruce Wayne, takes him in and begins his training. With Robin's introduction, sales for Detective Comics nearly doubled as young fans enjoyed the dynamic duo. While Bob Kane preferred a solo Batman, Bill Finger was adamant Batman needed someone to confer with. And well... Finger had his finger on the pulse of readers, and it paid off. The introduction of Robin launched the unending introduction of other child sidekicks. And with numerous iterations as time passed, the love for the original and his alter ego, Dick Grayson, only grew. Robin has become nearly as iconic as Batman over the years, and his momentum is not slowing down, baby. And how apropos, because uh, there, if you haven't seen it, there's a trailer, animated trailer to drop for the Battle of yeah. the Super Sons. Oh, I love it. I love it. Which looks pretty cool. Hey, shout out to uh, Ronnie Sanders Comics Reviews for the $2 Super Chat. Love the show. Appreciate the support, brother. Anytime. Uh, thank Absolutely. you for the... Uh, I don't Excellent. have anything cool for uh, Super Chat. Um, uh, you know what would be know. cool? How about if we saw this book in real life? Doesn't somebody actually have one of these? Maybe I do. I um, could show you the training. The training? Uh, oh, this. Yeah. Well, uh, Ryan froze up. Oh no! I, I froze. Right. He did for a second. Yeah. You're back now. But all, all right. right. So, Detective Comics number one. 
Excuse me. Number first on the list is Detective Comics number thirty-eight, uh, 1.5 for a cool twenty-seven thousand six hundred dollars, or the beautiful. price of a cheap Honda Accord. Uh, no, <laughs> you know. So Lord. I guess a Honda Accord, maybe. I don't know, man. So uh, let's get right to the uh, next one here, boys and girls. Uh, this is, you know, quite possibly an offer list uh, this week, but you never know. What do we got for number two? All right, well, coming in at number two, we've got Fantastic Four, issue number one. I'm probably going to say it wrong. The Bill Sinkovich. 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 Doom variant, originally published in 2018. Now, Victor Von Doom has been a major adversary for the Marvel Universe for over 60 years. We've seen some version of him in film before, but it's always been off, you know, whether it's been the film itself or the casting. Hopefully, this will be resolved soon with the continuous rumors of a Doom series film at Marvel Studios. Now, the most recent bit of news comes by the way of our friend Howard Stern when he was chatting off air about being involved with the Doom project. What now, about this has fans man? like myself extremely excited to see what Feige and the MCU do with such an iconic villain. Now, collectors will certainly seek out Doom keys and harder-to-find variants of the character, and this cover certainly fits that criteria. With an incredible cover by Bill Sinkovich. Sinkevich. Yeah, there you go. Sinkevich. Man, am I going to get it right? And a strict print run of 1,500 copies, 150 of which were signed initially. This book was a cheap $20 buy-in back in 2018. Now, sold prices have fluctuated some over the years, but more recently, a raw copy sold for 112 bucks. Now, with very few raw copies coming to the market at all. Now, this isn't a book you're going to go find in a bin, as it was sold exclusively on the Bill Sinkevich on his own web store, making it all the more tough to find. You ready for this? Now, a few 9.8 copies are listed, but those come with a hefty asking price exceeding $600. This is one book to watch. Yeah, and and, uh, for those who don't know, so it was like during like, um, you know, uh, uh, it was a hot mic moment is what they call it. Like uh, during they went to they went to commercial and then he overheard saying that he's part of the, the Dr. Doom project. He's not Dr. Doom. Um, my guess is he just plays himself as, you know, Howard Cern, you know, yeah, as, as a radio him. personality or something like that. But I seriously doubt they're going to, uh, you know, cast him as uh, as Dr. Doom. But go seek it out. It's all over the Internet that how it was uh, caught on a hot mic. It's interesting because it goes to like a commercial uh, and it, it's music, but you can hear him in the background. And he's like, oh, I don't want to do this. You know, blah, 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 da, 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 da. So who knows? Maybe it's guerrilla marketing. I don't know. But, uh, you know, he, maybe I my guess is, is he's just playing himself. He is definitely not Dr. Doom. But then again, I could be wrong. And you guys will come back to this video and tell me I'm wrong. And uh, when the movie does come out. So number two on the list is Fantastic Four. Number one, the Bill Sinkevich. Raw dog, 112 bones. Man, uh, shall we continue the Ofer streak? All right, coming up. We, oh, all right. So uh, number three on the shakers list, we go Copra uh, number one regular, limited to 400 copies from Copra Press 2012. Copra by creator Michael Fife 
is an independent favorite. It's described by FIFA as it's about a group of mercenary misfits thrust into a micro revenge mission. A pack of desperate weirdo fugitives who sometimes end up in other countries or dimensions, but they always get brutal no matter where they land. So this is limited to 400 copies. These have varied in price for years. Uh, due to their scarcity, high-grade copies are going for $850. Yet this week, a rare 9.8 sold for a new all-time high, $1,139. There are only 28 copies on the census, with six being a universal 9.8. The second print is even lower at only 10 copies on the census, half of which at universal 9.8. Uh, keep in mind that this entire original Raw series is valuable. Issue 2 was also limited to 400 copies. Uh, issues 3 to 6, the print run was 600. From 7 to 12, the print run was only 800. So keep an eye out. However, keep in mind that they are reprinted by Image and also have a compendium that shares the same cover. Yeah, I echo what Lords of Brooklyn says. Uh, if you have this... You need to show show it and proof of life, and I will send you a real Marvel no prize this time because um, I've no prize. never heard of this in my life, to be honest with you. Um, and if you say you did, then you're lying. And no, I'm just kidding. But if you have it, uh, I'm still impressed that one person has this one. Uh, so uh, so far, uh, the offer list is uh, standing strong. So uh, we go from number three to a, a bit of horror and not what we normally cover uh, as pre-code horror. No, there we go. Halloween number one. Premium. This is the premium glow-in-the-dark variant edition from Chaos Comics back in 2000. Uh, this spooky back issue just slashed uh, $185 from a collector selling a new high raw sale price. Um, one of three variant covers. This version features the original 1978 Halloween movie poster, but with glow-in-the-dark accents. Licensed to Brian... Puldito's late lamented Chaos Comics. This was the first ever comic tie-in to the massive, massively beloved Halloween franchise. The story, written in uh, written in 2000, depicts Paul Rudd's Tommy Doyle receiving the journal of Doctor Loomis, which is uh, Donald Pleasance, written during the time in which notorious, in which the notorious babysitter murderer Michael Myers was his patient. Long story short. Michael stalks and terrorizes Tommy's. Hey, well, stalkers got to stalk, right? Chaos Comics Halloween Stories attempted to bridge the gap between confusing sequels before the property was taken over by the Bloomhouse Productions, who streamlined the narrative in the 2018's massively successful Halloween, a direct sequel to the original 1978 film. A few factors added to the de desirability of these chaos issues. Chaos Comics was a small, now defunct publisher that specialized in horror titles. They even named, they even uh, teamed with Marvel for a short-lived horror-themed Heroes Reborn-esque project. And so these books had um, comparatively low print runs and again, were the first ever comic books adaptations of the Halloween franchise. Collectors are dying. Got it. In poorly lit suburbs inhabited <laughs> by irresponsible teenagers and silent mass psychopaths to get their hands on these rare-ish books, right? So there you go. The slashing is, and the dying. Look at that. Is that's cool. Correct me if I'm wrong. Was Chaos Comics? No, no, it's not the one. That's not the title by the Brian Polito uh, publisher, right? 
No, that's Lady Death. Yeah, that's Chaos. Yeah, that's Comics. Lady Death. Because they, I remember they did that the, uh, the, the, um, the Halloween Supernaturals miniseries that had like the mask inside of it. Mm-hmm. Um, um, uh, yeah, but K- I do remember Chaos Comics, but I, I always could because I remember like uh, the Lady Death. The, all those titles were all kind of really kind of dark, demonic. You know, you know, um, bad girl thing. comics. Exactly. Well, there was also what's that crazy kid? What was the guy? Uh, the guy, the crazy kid. Uh, what was his name? Uh, help me out here. Um, Ryan. I need a little bit more than the crazy kid. <laughs> no, no, evil no. Ernie? There was a guy, Dark evil side. Eddie. Oh, evil e- Eddie. Evil Ernie. Evil, yeah. Ernie. Evil Ernie. Ernie. Evil Ernie. Ernie. Yeah, evil Ernie was also on Thank the you, same label. Uh, chat. Yeah. The chat got that one. Thank you. I love our I love our followers, man. They know yes, yes. they know they, they know, know their stuff. So number four on the list is Halloween number one, the glow in the dark version from Chaos Comics in two thousand. What do we got for the next one? Well, this is uh, Jurassic oh. League number one, the second print foil. So I don't think you were gonna get away that easy. Uh, the Jurassic League sees the debut of a prehistoric version of DC's most popular heroes. These anthropomorphic crime fighters received highly positive responses from the general fandom. However, there was still a short print run on the second printing of the book. This led to a highly sought after and in-demand copy of the second print 1 in 25 ratio cover by Juan Gideon. Gideon has debuted fantastic ratio covers in the past on series like Ghost Racers, Scream, and the 2020 run of Venom. However, this book is the most popular and elusive cover for a collector to obtain. The Raw Comics sold on uh, June 27th for $128, and the current fair market value for this book is around 116 bucks. So that's cool, man. I didn't even know this. Cool. I didn't even know this was a thing. That's that cool. cover is dope, man. Too bad you're, you're muted, Tivo. I was gonna say, I was like, "That's a DC book," and I was like, "Yeah, that's I guess a DC so." Super, there's Superman, and uh, yeah, I guess it turns superheroes into dinosaurs. So uh, why not? You know, who's I the met... purple guy? That's not the Max, is it? No, that I don't think so. Of... It's it's variations. It's DC so maybe... characters. So what's a DC? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Black, Black, Black Man, Black Man, Joker. Yeah, uh, hmm. yeah. Superman mm-hmm. actually looks kind of dope there. Actually, uh, Batman looks kind of whack. I don't know. That's just Dino Riders for a moment. If anybody remembers that Dino Riders, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, we're, I know we're running late, but you know, we got to do it. We're halfway through the show, boys and girls. Take five, smoke them if you got them, or uh, go refresh your drink as we hear from our Ooh, uh, sponsor, My Slabs. Uh, tired of paying 10, 15, sometimes 30 percent. Join the one percent revolution. The platform designed by collectors for collectors just got even better. MySlabs.com is proud to now feature dedicated sections for both raw cards and raw comic books. Browse over 100,000 slab collectibles authenticated by the industry's most trusted grading companies. Then check out a massive selection of sealed wax and now raw singles and raw lots. Join a passionate, no-nonsense community of nearly 50,000 members and enjoy some of the best buyer and seller protection in the business. And as always, MySlabs offers one of the most disruptive pricing models in the hobby with seller fees as low as only 1%. So the next time you're forced to pay 10%, 20% or more to sell something from your collection, head over to MySlabs.com, the low-fee marketplace, by collectors, for collectors. And uh, they just recently... 
uh, launched a new slabs showcase on their website, so you can buy and sell high end high end comics over any comic over sixty thousand dollars with zero zero percent seller fees. So, uh, and and it only applies to books for sixty thousand dollars. So, uh, you know, that's some of us maybe. <laughs> I don't know. No. <laughs> All right. So we go from uh number five Jurassic League number one second print foil. What do we got for the number six one? All right, number six, fantastic. By the way, shout out to Cover Price and all of the writers over there. You guys are amazing finding these books. All right, next up we've got Mission Impossible number one, the recalled direct edition from 1996. Now, your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to not <laughs> laugh at the absurdity that lies behind this book. What do you do in the 90s as a company aiming to usher in a new film franchise headed by one of the biggest movie stars to ever exist? Will you give them a comic with art by Rob Liefeld? Of course. Well, when it was created, an initial printing of the direct edition was sent to Tom Cruise. However... Mr. Cruz thought he appeared a little too feminine in several panels on page three. Thus, Marvel decided to edit said panels and present a more masculine Cruz. However, unedited versions hit newsstands in the UK, thought to have been sent in advance of the general printing, and while rare themselves, are not impossible to find. Now, but some of these direct editions <laughs> with a reported 20 in existence that was thought to have all been pulled, well, they survived. And slowly, they have reached the market over the years, fetching a high price when they do, including the recent sale of $500 for a CGC 9.8 with raw copies topping out around 100 bucks. With Tom Cruise still dominating the film industry as the Top Gun sequel has topped a billion dollars. He's still relevant, and so is this book. What a gaffe by Marvel, and Mr. Cruise will forever have the ghost of Rob Liefeld's feminine Ethan Hunt hanging over his head. Unfortunately for Tom, the mission to appear ultra-masculine on a couple of panels in a 90s comic has been declared impossible. I see what you did there. So yeah. Well, the, uh, on the left there and to the right. I don't really, I mean, you know. This doesn't look like Rob Liefeld art to me at all. I know. Uh, I, I think he just did the cover. He did the cover, um, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, so I'm assuming it's the quarter, the lower right panel that they're referring to because that's really yeah. the only thing I see that's different. But that's so Tom Cruise to say, you know, something like that because, you know, he's a bit of a. Uh, Great actor, but uh, he's a bit uh, he's a bit nutty. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Uh, that being said, go see Maverick in the biggest oh, yeah. screen, the biggest screen you can possibly see it on. So 4DX, whatever you can see it. Oh my yeah, god, Dolby Boldy. sound, it is booming. I mean, and those are most those are real pilots, by the way. It's not special effects; those are real pilots. There was a I saw um there was a um little uh, what are they, a little little featurette about it and uh, yeah. the, how they and the funny Tivo, thing is go back. Were, he said the lower two panels. Uh, let me see. Matt DeVoe said the lower two. Yeah, the lower, so those last two, yeah, the lower they two, completely yeah. cut him out of it. 
Yeah, yeah, right. So he didn't yes. he didn't like his profile right there. He didn't right. like oh, the oh, he's standing and everything. Yeah. So they just cropped him out of it. <laughs> yeah. And then they and then the far right panel he has like um less of a creepy smirk, I guess. I no, this, yeah, know. that smirk is yeah. Yeah. Uh cameo of Reed Richards looks like him right there too. <laughs> But uh, yeah, and uh, if you haven't seen the uh, uh, trailer for the new Mission Impossible movie, I saw it uh, when it went to the movies. I went and saw that uh, that crazy new horror movie with Ethan Hunt, which is a really good movie, by the way. Black and they Phone. Show- yes, Black Phone. It's not what you expect. It's pretty good, actually. Uh, from Bloomhouse, you know they do great horror films, but they they showed a trailer for. Um, the new, I guess it's going to be the last Mission Impossible, and it looks absolutely fantastic. One of my favorite ones is uh, Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol, I think. The one that are directed by Brad Bird, who's not known for doing uh, live action. Something. When I saw, well, I think it was number four or, or three, where uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman was the villain. With that performance, I wanted him to do Penguin after I saw that. I was convinced he would do an amazing, like, in, like really... I don't know. It was it was good. He, uh, yeah, there are series. some crazy stunts in. Uh, he Ghost does them all his own stunts too. Well, I don't think he did this one in 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 Dubai because they were like hanging off like a big ass tall building. Um, but uh, yeah, because Brad Bird is 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 known for The Incredibles, right? He does he directs a lot of great animated films. I met one of my favorite uh, animated movies of all time. Um, uh, the the Iron Giant, he did that, and then he went on to do uh, the Incredibles, uh, one and two. Um, yep. So I mean, you know, Brad Bird is, uh, you know, we need Brad Bird to do more live action. Let him do a Marvel project; that would be dope, I think. Um, so Mission Impossible number one recalled. If you do, if you accept this uh, thing. <laughs> I love that. This panel will self destruct. For the fourth, I mean, if I most of us on here probably remember the show, right? And the opening intro, dun, 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 so, dun, yep. and then you know the string rolling. Oh man, that was great, it's great stuff. Uh, too bad we didn't have anything like that nowadays. But well, we do. But it's, it was, you know, it was a it was a different era when we only had like four channels. Okay, it was a different <laughs> time. It was totally different. Size. You had we to change had... it to like UHF and VHF. <laughs> Video games yeah. only worked on channel three. <laughs> and TV yep. stopped at like only 2 a.m. Only on channel three. Right? Yeah, reminiscing. Remember? Remember? With the snow. Just... You got the, yeah. what, it the national be... anthem and went. Yeah. They got the national anthem and you... signed off. Yeah. For you kids who don't understand what we're talking about, go see um, uh, the horror film. Uh, what's that? The Poltergeist. Little, little... Poltergeist, oh. right? She sits there and she says the end of TV, and it just goes away. That, and and that's why that movie, um, uh, what Ethan Hawke works so well, the new horror film, was it called again, Gabe? Um, Black Phone. Uh, Black Phone. Black Phone, because it takes place in the '80s, so you know there was no cell phone technology. I think horror films work better when there's no technology. You know, you know, because you know you you don't have cell phones, you can't track people. And Ethan Hawke was, gosh darn creepy in that film man uh but it was it he was it was a, creepy like yeah it was it was, it was, it was a good film though man it was a good film i dig it so mission impossible i as i digress let's go to number seven what do we got oh, number seven is great i love this cover uh for all my call of duty uh players out there uh modern warfare 2 ghost number one um infinity wars video game artwork one in ten variant from dc in uh 2009 Video games have been a rich territory for publishers to work with. 
for a high-profile game, a tie-in comic series will likely have a built-in uh, reader base, especially if the story is going to fill in or tie into the larger narrative of the game's mythos. Modern Warfare 2 Ghost is one of those books. Published in 2009, the six-part series is the first appearance of the video game franchise in comics. The storyline follows Simon Riley on a botched mission that, that sees him being captured. The book also flashes back to the troubled upbringing that the call sign ghost would endure. There were three covers for the first issue. All three are pretty hard to find. None is more uh, spectral than the video game artwork variant. Yes, this is literally and figuratively a ghost book. This cover features art pulled directly from the game's concept art. It's so scarce that we had never had a single issue sale until this month, where two copies sold. The first sale was a Raw on June 1st that went for $105. The most recent was another Raw copy that sold this week at $125. This book is so rare that there is not a single copy on the CGC census. Heck, it's not even listed on their system. Only the standard issue with 44 copies of the uh, Jim Lee B variant and off with low four colors of the low four copies. A recent copy of that issue sold for $40.99 this month as well. Yet it can also hit highs of $100. This series uh, files under the radar, flies under the radar for almost anyone, which makes this a perfect treasure hunt book to look for at your LCS and comic book conventions. Heck, there's probably one waiting for you right now in that dollar bin. Yeah, I miss, for those who were around in the 90s, Wildstorm came out with some great titles. And then, you know, um, DC kind of bought them and bought Jim Lee aboard. And unfortunately, they, you know, we didn't get a lot of those Wildstorm. I mean, we got some. I think uh, Grifter eventually ended up being uh, a mainstay in the comics. And then they relaunched one of the other titles. But it still wasn't the same as... Wildstorm, which was another imprint from uh, Image, that was Jim Lee's studio, basically. But uh, they had some great stuff in the in the '90s. So, uh, oh, dude, they uh, had so much. That's where like Planetary came from. Uh, mm, Alan Moore's the, top ten. So you got like the Authority. Did they do the Authority too? Um, I think they did the. I think they did the Authority. The Star- um, Authority and maybe Stormwatch. They did Stormwatch. I'm pretty positive of that. Yeah. yeah, they had a lot of great stuff, and then I went to DC when they when they bought them out. They've just been hiding ever since stormwatch was dope i meant you know, i did like stormwatch yeah i meant uh yeah now i gotta go and uh wildcats probably... 3.0 was another great one that Wild, they yeah did wildcats yeah. zella was was badass i think they brought zella into uh into the dc comics at one point um i think zella they did beat, too. yeah that was like grifter's sidekick the uh yep. the, the the chick with the you know, the white hair she was badass, but uh, Modern Warfare 2 Ghost number 1 Infinity Wards video game artwork 1 in 10 variant. Boy, that's a mindful. Yeah. I, no know, way. Otto should have got that one because of yeah. the word. <laughs> yeah, right, right. right. Yeah, I was just I'm so happy that, I didn't get that one. Mythos. All right, what do we got All for right. number 8? Dude, we're going back. I'm talking, we're going way back wow. to 1986, right? Mm. That's when Tim and I had the Adidas shell tops. You guys don't know about that stuff. So Rapid Max Robot issue number one was self-published in 1986, you guys, all right? So the comic industry um, has always had a way of influencing history amongst different cultures and industries, and the hip-hop community is no different. The first hip-hop comic came out in 1986 
when Bronx native Stuart Orr independently published just 500 copies of this black and white book. Back in the early 80s, the hip-hop industry was just getting off the ground. It was still mostly grassroots. This book was the only thing of its kind at the time, as was the one of the first representatives of the rapidly growing East Coast hip-hop scene. Due to its historical significance and rarity, there have only been two recorded sales. However, I can't believe this, recently a 9.4 sold for $1,226 and is the only graded book sale recorded. The only other recorded sale was $535 for a raw book. If you're lucky enough to come across this book, cherish that moment sincerely. My God. And I don't even know that people would actually be looking for this on eBay. Mm -hmm. So there's got to be people looking for it and just, but this it's is unbelievable. Right the here. first rapping comic. I wonder it's, if, yeah. I mean, I want to see. And it tells you that. I wonder if it's like the, the like all the, you know, it's told in like rhymes. You know what I'm saying? The right. whole thing. A genuine rap attack. Boom, boom, bap. Uh, for those who don't know, that era of uh, hip hop was called, uh, I think, Boom Bap, which was like an East Coast sample type music. A lot of 808 sounds. Like if you think uh, Boom Bap, you think like, you know, uh, not, not Run DMC necessarily, nope. but like uh, uh, Pete Rock Seal Smooth, uh, Wu Tang to an extent, the uh, Stetasonic. Uh, I can go on days and days and days talking about like Boom Bap hip hop, which was East, specifically East Coast, but. There is some West Coast boom bap, Jurassic Five, uh, and some others. So uh, we'll go with that, man. So I love Jurassic Five. Big mapping, fan, big fan. rapping, Max Robot number one. How can you be a hip hop head if you never heard of Jurassic Five? I'll just leave that out there. But anyway, yeah. uh, right. number eight, rapping Max Robot number one. I just dig the cover because it kind of has he has like that b boy pose, you know, with of the course. hands crossed, with the boom box right there. That's oh, great, man. yo, man. It tells you. You don't even know my original boombox is a tick like like eight uh, <laughs> D batteries. Yeah, eight D batteries. Stacks. Remember, uh, what was that the do the right thing with what's his name? Uh, Radio oh, Rahim, yeah. Ra Radio Rahim, and he had yo D motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, so we go from number eight to number nine. Look closely at the cover, boys and girls. Yeah, this is interesting. Spawn number five, the German embossed edition so uh it features a solid white embossed cover this german edition reprints angela's first appearance as you know well by now angela was co-created by todd mcfarlane and neil gaiman which ultimately fell into contentious feud between the two creators uh we've covered that enough and we are here to highlight this upward trending foreign spawn book that just sold for a new all-time high sale of $725 for a CGC 9.8. This German reprint packages at the American issues of Spawn's uh, 9 through 11 from 1993 in one book. While this is numbered as issue number five, it features an alternate cover to issue nine. With issue nine also in the interior, it makes this an unofficial variant to number nine, much like the German Spawn thermal variant. With Angela now taken over by Marvel, retconned as the long-lost sister of Thor, fans have been itching to see her weaved into the MCU. The recent increases uh, have been centered around hopes for her appearing in Thor: Love and Thunder. Yet that doesn't mean, uh, or that doesn't seem likely, since no leaks have highlighted anything Angela-related. 
Regardless, Angela is still a growing presence in the Marvel comic world, and a uh, content appearance will just be the eventual cherry on top of her growing aftermarket value. This is dope. I needed to get this. That is um, very, very cool. Yeah, and now I need to find this. I, like, throughout the years <laughs> that we've done this show, foreign comics have more and more and more been sought after, right? Before, if you got a Pence variant, it was like poo-pooed on, but now mm-hmm. it's like... It's it's like collectors who have already gotten everything to so like you know what let me go get like foreign editions like yeah. I have a Mexican version of uh, Saga Number One uh, you know what I'm saying uh, and there's like you know foreign editions and uh, I'm going to, I've planned this trip already for our 20th anniversary I'm, me and my lady we're going to Paris um, next year. Um, and uh, I got some tips from the big to do who just went to Europe and he was telling me, you know, there's some comic shops there. So, uh, you know, I'm going to see, uh, visit the Louvre and then I'm going to visit the comic book shop. So I get the, my, uh, two types of art. Uh, so oh, you're going to uh, find so much good, like French comic books and stuff out there. Oh, well, Mobius is probably yeah. what, the f- most famous, uh, comic artist, right. That came from, uh, that came from France. I mean, Mobius the- and, um, I forgot the guy's name. The guy that does Tintin. If anybody knows who Tintin is. Oh there. yeah, Tintin French, is French the French the red. Yeah, so uh, cool. Uh, Lucky Luke. If you remember those old comic strips, it was uh, it was a cowboy. Uh, cool hand it was something Luke, and he always had like a cig in his hand. But uh, Tintin was done. They made an animated movie out of it. I think Spielberg did it. Right. It was but fantastic. That, was that thing yeah, was amazing. It was, and it was based off of the French comic strip. So I mean, Europe has a really rich history, especially in the UK. And I would say probably France of uh, animated or even comic books. I mean, obviously, you know, when we talk the Far East, like uh, manga, like, you know, Japan. But, you know, the UK <laughs> has always been big on sci-fi. I mean, just look at, you know. Uh, 2000 AD. Yep, 2008. I was going to go like Doctor Who, which I thoroughly hate when I was a kid no. growing up. I was like, <laughs> this is whack. Uh, you know, I, I can't watch Doctor Who. But, uh, but you know, UK is full of like big, they're big Star Wars fans as well as sci-fi. That's why they had Star Wars Celebration in uh, in uh, London one year, um, you know, because they're a big sci-fi community. So spot number five, the German embossed. 9.8 for 750 man i i have a feeling this is one of those things either 9.8 or not you know what i'm saying it's like if you because it's unpressable you probably can't find it you know you yeah, can't, you can't press, press that yeah it's unpressable shout out all right so uh let's go from to the last one but stick around boys and girls we're gonna see what's shaking for a few minutes so what do we got for the last one all right well the last one of the night we've got the Transformers More Than Meets the Eye, issue number 19, The Retailer Incentive from Nick Roche, a 1 in 25 variant, published in 2013. And behold, everyone, this is one of the rarest Transformer variants of all time. This is truly one of those variants that very rarely pops up. In fact, the last sale we personally saw was around 400 bucks way back in 2016. It's been six years since we've seen a new copy resurface, of which one did this week and sold raw for a new high sale of $560. Now, due to its scarcity, the market has forgotten about it, and many are probably just seeing it right now for the first time. Now, without a constant stream of sales for buyers and sellers to place a value on this rare book, the overall value is actually relatively low, compared to how truly hard it is to find. 
Being a 1 in 25 incentive, you would think it would be fairly easy to find. However, keep in mind that most stores were only ordering this series for pull customers way back in 2013. This series also served as an epilogue to the previous and popular Death of Optimus Prime storyline. And with Prime dead, core fans rejected this Prime list series. Sure, Prime was dead a lot throughout multiple comics and content, but this particular time, it lasted for a while. Now, the cover by artist Nick Roche is a nod to the deceased Optimus Prime, whose presence is still felt throughout this series. Wow. And he still has an iconic voice. The, the voice actor for, for Optimus Prime. I just want to highlight this. Uh, Prime, me be Mexican. Our variants came with chanclas. Only if you have people <laughs> was throwing them at you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, so if you don't know chanclas or slippers and, uh, you know, there's always that. They always do them at you whenever uh, your jafita your got mad at you. So uh, Transformers, more than meets the eye. Number 19, cover R.I. Retail incentive. Ro- retail incentive. Retail incentive. My bad. Nick Roche. You can't say, you can say Roche, but you Roche? can't say Sienkiewicz. <laughs> I know, man. I wonder if uh, Nemesis Prime has this book. He doesn't. He would have popped in already, be like, "I have this," but he, he's moved on to he's moved on to Star Wars. Star now, Wars, so, uh, yeah. Speaking of which, you know what? I was when I went to see uh, the Black Phone, um, they had a showing of GI Joe the movie on the yes, big screen. The thirty, the uh, yes, they're doing yeah. that. It, it, it still wild. holds up, dude. It's still so good. Yeah, yeah, and it, I mean, yeah, but you know, everybody still you know safely jumps out of the airplane whenever it gets shot down. But it's still it's still fun though. Uh, but just kind of uh, let's go see what's shaking the door today, boys and girls, as I let's do a seamless, seamless seamless transition. Seamless, seamless, seamless. <laughs> Shout out to seamless. the chat tonight. Seamless. Another fantastic seamless. chat hanging out with us. We we really appreciate you taking the time to hang out with us tonight. Going over these fantastic books. Cover price, killing it again tonight. Did we have anybody in the chat that actually had any of these? Was there any numbers yeah. on there? Well, one, one person at four. Yeah. This is a tough list. This is a tough that's, list we had in a while. That's a crazy tough list to get four, yeah. man. I don't know. Boom. I want to see proof of life on those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Most of them were 0 for 10, so a couple of 1 for 10s. But, uh, yeah, let's go over and see what's uh, shaking today. This is the weekly top 10. Uh, yeah. These are the weekly movers, as usual. These are the most units sold, so you get a better idea of what's going on. (laughs) Look at that. What if controversy? Hey, Moon Knight, pop back on here. Uh, 19 units sold, but we're here to see what's shaking today, boys and girls, to make you give you a bigger offer than you already have. Hey, look at the oh my god, I have four. Multiples, wow. look at that. You hoarding bastard. Yeah. Nah. Look at that uh, Submariner, this, man. That's the one you got to start with. Come uh, on. I was going to oh, start with this who? first appearance of Amadeus <laughs> Cho. Oh, I'm this Cho. is, yeah, this one's hard to find, man. I should have got this one. I saw it. But anyway, yeah, this is the Amazing Fantasy 15 uh, kind of, uh, um, you know, they rebooted the series. First appearance of Amadeus Cho, later becomes the Totally Awesome Hulk. And Braun, eighteen hundred and a nine point eight. Wow. Oh my god. Wow. Yeah. But let's look at this Submariner book. Oh would you categorize this? This is a good girl. This is definitely a good girl cover. Uh can you slow down Namor? I can't keep up with you. Look at him just beating the <laughs> shit out of dock workers. <laughs> Uh, I can't Submariner. wait for Namor to show up in the MCU, man. Submariner <laughs> Comics number 28, $2,135 and a 5.0. But I love the way they used to draw dames back in the day. Dames. I used to call them dames. 
James, yeah. my God. Yeah. The Dame Judy Dench. You know, if you're a, if you get knighted, oh. uh, if you're a woman that gets knighted, you're a dame. Like, uh, you know, like like Sir Anthony Hopkins, like there's Dame D- Judy Dench or something like that. Uh, oh yeah. Well, only Superman. You know, knocking out Nazis in a. Submarine. You gotta love it. You gotta love it. World. <laughs> so this is. I love right. the date stamp on the cover. <clears throat> Go to that next one real quick. I love date stamps. That flag one. Yep, I've, that's out there. That's oh, yeah, nice this one. one's iconic. Look at that. Like a black cover, too. Oh, my God. Yeah, but let's look at this one. $995 for a raw dog. Wow. Oh. How much is the highest? No, $20,000 for a 9.2. This book came out in 1941. That's crazy. That is a... Remember I told you how like a lot of Golden Age DC covers were yellow? Mm-hmm. Um, you go look at them and you'll see. I don't have time today, but uh, just just go on the cover price and, and look them up. Hey, I have this Fantastic Four book. Uh, Shazam. Oh, okay. look, Ryan, there's your book right there. Damn, I slave, know. Slave Girl or Bad Girl? No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, well, I, I, I want to look at Slave Girl, so that Shazam book kind of just I have. Oh, never mind. Doesn't ah, matter anymore. It, it doesn't wouldn't matter be anymore. a Lord show without a re- Ryan regret story. Uh, Ryan regret. I love that. I love that. <laughs> Oh, you know what? That could be an ongoing series. Ryan regret. <laughs> Ryan regret list. Yeah. yeah make that a hashtag on uh, on uh, Instagram, guys. If there's <laughs> a book regrets. that you ever regretted selling, hashtag uh, re- Ryan's Ryan regrets. Ryan's regret. <laughs> no regrets. If you guys know what that means. <laughs> Slave Girl Comics issue number one, seven seventy five for four point oh. Look at that. That's yeah. an awesome cover. Who's the artist on that? Back on. Let's say back on. Uh, unfortunately, it doesn't. Um, but there's only a few artists back then. This is from Avon. We had another Avon book on here the other day, and I was wondering, is that the uh, the company Ooh, that does that Marvel makeup? Team up? That's cool. Yeah, this is dope. Oh, that's an awesome cane cover. Look at that. I love the colors. I hope they keep them purple and blue like that in the movie. I hope we see in a the version of this. Of King, yeah. The Conqueror. Marvel Team Up uh, in the Human Torch. Marvel Team Up number 10. I wonder if this is the first meeting of Spider-Man and Kang or the first meeting of the Human Torch and Kang. Uh, because Kang was actually debuted in an Avengers comic first, right? I mean, he wasn't really... Actually, yeah, it's Avengers first, 8 or something. Eight, yeah, yeah, 7 or 8. Yeah, and first appearance of uh, Spider-Man meeting Kang is in eleven. That's that real nice Ditko cover with Spider-Man and all the Avengers on the cover. That's That's good knowledge right there, man. Blue Marvel, (laughs) I got that one. Oh, Star Trek up there, Otto. All right, there we go. I appreciate that. Damn, my God, look at that right there. Look at that is great. Star Trek number one from West from Gold Key Comics. Remember, Gabe? Remember when we met the dude? Yeah, the guy that uh, he owns Gold Key now. Yeah, really? it was it was uh, it was a random dude. My my buddy Christian, who uh, runs Elvine, uh, who owns Elvine's Comics, said, "Hey, I think this is somebody you should meet." So he introduced me and then he handed me a business card, really cool business card too, by the way. And he goes, "Yeah, I just bought the the uh, IP for Gold Key Comics, and we got some stuff in development, but unfortunately, that not." everything so um you know i was like you know what well anytime you get something give me a juicy tidbit hook me up 9.6 for twenty thousand dollars yeah look at that oh my god for those those truckers out there man if strange new worlds is uh brave new worlds is just amazing for a star trek series so you guys need to go watch that and in september here's my little psa they are re-releasing star trek 2 the wrath of khan digitally remastered in september (laughs) 
Go see it. One of the greatest movies ever. There you go. One of the greatest movies ever. <laughs> this price has gone where no man has gone before. Is that what Look is at that that. Star Trek To saying? this day, that earwig thing uh, creeps me out. What yes, of course. This is Seti Alpha 5. I'm sorry, you guys. You got to go on this stuff, though. <laughs> Star Wars. Star Wars, baby. Star Wars. All right. Love it all, uh, yeah, man. So Love it all. I'm not surprised this showed up on the list. Uh, they <laughs> recently said that they're going to start production on War Machine. So this is Iron Man number 282, first appearance, for full, first full appearance of War Machine. $549 and a 9.8. I think that's undervalued. By this was way. almost a dollar book for a while. Like, this yeah. Such yeah. a cheap book at one Damn time. Not even that long ago, like five yeah. years or something. It was a dirt cheap book. Yeah, I have a feeling this book will spike. Uh, oh, yeah. And rumored is Riwi Williams will be in it as well. Um, so there you go. Oh, I love this one. This, this is an actual. Yeah, this is an actual <laughs> comic that's re that shows the same almanac that was used in Back to the Future. So this is Back to the Future, uh, the, the issue, the Ch Dave Chang variant that basically is the this is the almanac that Biff Bauer used to go back in time and you know bet and. Uh, Get rich. Wow, there's a ton of variants for this back. Yeah, they did a lot of them. Actually, this one's pretty cool too. The timestamp. Let me see, see this one. Oh yeah. I want to yeah. say I have like a blank for this one. It's the day after my birthday. I have I'll show you one that I do have if I can find it on here. I have this one. Wow, that ain't worth shit. I have the artist, <laughs> artist edition. That's probably the cooler cover, though. So you know, yeah, whatever. it is. I I dug it. That's why I got it. But it's uh, raw comic only sold for two dollars. Gosh darn it! Because I, I saw it, and I was like, yeah, yo, that's dope. I didn't like the other ones, but I said, like, you know what? I need to get that one. Um, so there you go. Our man Kanan, first appearance of Sabine Wren, who's uh, going to be in the Ahsoka Tano oh, series. I wait for that. Yep. So this is the first full appearance, uh, or you could say the first appearance is actually in Canaan number one. Uh, but, you know, it's always a beat between, you know, cameo and first appearance. But Hey, um, go up real quick. Look at that spellbound next to Stranger Things. Ooh, I dig it. 1953 from Marvel Comics. Story is to hold you spellbound, the empty coffin. Wow, I dig it. The, the this is back when there were Atlas Comics and the Marvel bought empty, them. But not for long. And they almost More, copied like a the EC flavor where on this you know, on the yeah. left hand side, remember they would say with the creep keeper and all these other ones, but uh yo, that is pretty gnarly too. Uh definitely pre horror and I can see why the Congress was all uptight about <laughs> their kids reading crazy. Oh, there's stuff. a real first appearance of uh, of Hellboy. Yeah. This is John Byrne's Next Men. First full appearance of Hellboy in a regularly published comic and first appearance in color. Not the the Italian dime press book. Uh, 4 uh, 9.8 for 450 bucks. I have the the Hellboy movies before the last one were really great, in my opinion. With Guillermo del Toro. And oh, yeah. I those just, are great. If they would have came out now, those books would just skyrocket. You know what I'm saying? It just yeah. came out at a time where people weren't really, you know, they were only specking really Marvel and DC. But nowadays, you know, look, we have Invincible on here, everything else. Hey, we've had this in our long-term spec list before, too. Uh, Sandman number one. Look at that classic Kirby. Man, that's the Kirbyest of Kirby covers. That, that is, is the Kirbyest cover hell. ever. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's funny. If you look at uh, the Demon... That's and the one, the one, demon in this one. It's the exact same pose. 
Yeah. They the, use the that demon. Yeah. It's just, they basically just swap costumes. It's funny. Yeah. We're going to see Silver Surfer on here. Oh. Robotech. Let's take a look at this. I have the uh, first appearance of Robotech, but I don't That's have this right. one. This is the Comico wraparound cover. Look at that. Ooh. This is dope. Uh, three hundred forty dollars and nine point eight. Uh, I hope this gets developed. It's been pretty much in development for like ten years, I think. Yeah. So hopefully, we finally get it done. The tech, they can do it with the technology now, and the plus things like with Pacific Rim and you know a giant mecha. You know now they could totally do. But Robotech needs to. My opinion it shouldn't be a movie. It should be a series because it's such a Gotta long. Be a series. Uh, it, it is a long ongoing. It's like a Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. Stories, yeah. Uh, how dare you compare Battlestar Galactica? Well, I'm just saying, series wise, you needed yeah. to, you oh. needed time to tell the story. Good lord, that looks like Dan that and Vito. That looks like Dan and Danny Vito. DeVito. <laughs> acid trip. Am I wrong? Am I right? <laughs> that looks not, like Dan and Vito on acid. I'm telling you, man. Yeah. The hideous crimes of death dolls. Nightmare, the vamp, vampire mermaid, devil from the deep, curse of the design of dream. Go, I, you know what? I need Yo. to get this, man. <laughs> just, just, I, this is something that's I, I want to frame. This is dope. Ten cent, 1952 from Ziff. Man, I'm telling you, in, 19, in the 50s, you could, sh man, there was my, so many damn p different publishers that it was kind of crazy. Um, another series I'm really looking forward to, The Crow, or excuse me, not The Crow, but, um, an, uh, something that I wish they would redo, but in my and also part of me tells me they shouldn't redo it because you know in memory of Brandon Lee, right? Um, right. But, uh, but Brandon Lee was just—I mean, it was he was the perfect, perfect pro, perfect. and unfortunately passed away on set. Yeah. Uh, same thing that happened. Well, what's his name? Live ammo. It was crazy. It was one of those things, and people really thought the Bruce Lee curse was real. Um, Ooh, I like that strange adventures two hundred five. That's oh, that first I thought you to say, I, I like Lamp. Uh, <laughs> Strange Adventures 205. First appearance of Dead Man. $286 for a raw dog. $3,360 wow. for a 9.4. I still think that's undervalued, in my opinion. Uh, if, uh, we I ever got get that by solid 5.0, I think. That's a good book. If we ever, if we ever get a uh, Justice League Dark that's been in supposed development. Gosh, come well. on already. I've bet hard on that. Ooh. Wartime romances. More good go comics. Wartime comics issue number seven from St. John Comics. I'm telling you, in the 50s, you could just shake up Tree Branch and a comic publisher. Let's would see what these out. two sailors have to say. You blow. She's pretty. <laughs> I'll hand her my own, and it may be fun. Pretty, pretty dangerous. That girl who rolled me last night. I, man, that's some vernacular from the 50s. Which <laughs> wow. Which I don't really. Uh, she rolled me last night. She I don't rolled me last night. That, I mean, she, she, she robbed, she robbed him. him. Yeah. Uh, okay. Maybe that's the bag of money she's got there. But I, I love the way. It's, I mean, look at this art. This would stand up today if you were this this artwork that that's done here. I mean, if somebody in live chat oh, knew yeah, who, who was the uh, the true romantic adventures in the armed services. Um, yeah. I mean, this art would stand up today. This is you know this is this. Just look at it. I mean, it's drawn better than most artists draw yeah. nowadays, to be honest with you. I mean, the facial, I mean, the women, all the women back then, look like, they look like classy dames, uh, for lack of a better word. Um, I just saw Elvis, by the way, and it's Amazing. a great movie. And in the movie, there's a lot of comic book references. Like, he's literally reading a Captain Marvel Jr. book. 
Yeah, right, that's why that's where the X came from from yeah. uh, taking care of business. He has or a, not a Shazam X, thing, the, the, Shazam. the lightning bolt on his chest. Yeah, I mean, and there's actual real pictures of Elvis reading comics. He was a big comic collector. There's yeah. a like uh, I have a black and white picture of him. He was like reading Archie comics. You know, I mean, uh, it's a great movie. It's kind of tragic at the same time, but I, the kid who played him, Austin, oh, phenomenal, phenomenal. I think he should yeah. get an Oscar, Oscar. Um, for and, it. He sounded just Hanks like too. him. Yeah. Tom Hanks did a great job as um, the Colonel. So yeah, I never knew like, the Colonel was uh, so creepy, man. It was oh, he yeah. like uh, totally took advantage of it, man. Yeah. But uh, you know, look at his Batgirl. Yeah, Oof. that's a nice one. That's that Art Germ cover. Yeah. See, Art Germ has gotten a lot better. He, he's actually progressed. Um, but 2010. This is this is okay. in 2010. Art Germ was everybody. Every girl looked the same. You know what I mean? It was like all, everybody had the same pose. Every girl looked the same. And they, they all, all had the same German size Archer hips. Too. They all had the same dimensions. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of, hey, look at that. An Archie comic. Ah, look at him. My horoscope predicted I'd be in the pink today. Oh, Lord. Have <laughs> oh, God. No wonder. People loved buying the, the double dirty, entendre like, yeah, from 2001. Numbers. I mean, you know, put it. Uh, my- There's that famous one that's been coming out of the lake saying, oh, I'm sorry I had to beat off sexual the Sexual innuendo. You yeah. freaks, you popular freaks. sexual innuendo cover. Raw Dog for 220 comics. Three's Company was the best for, for the sexual in- Remember that show, yeah. Three's Company? Oh, man. Jack, yep. Jack Tripper. And, yeah. Uh, Rest in peace, John Ritter. Man. Rest Hell in yeah. peace. Oh. Wonder Man, I got this one, I got this one, I got this Damn, one. Damn, you're showing off again. Look at this guy. I actually have two of these. Uh, uh, did I sell one recently? No, I still have two of them. But uh, look at this is the first uh, full appearance of Alpha Flight, which I still think is way undervalued. Way undervalued. $3,000 oh, yeah. for 9.8. Yeah, when they, they're coming to the MCU. Make no doubt about it. They're coming to the MCU. And when it does, this book will explode. Also, I would get X Men, what is it, uh, 109? Uh, yep. First appearance of uh, Vindicator. Vindicator. He was a Vindicator at the time. Yeah. Yep. So uh, that's what's shaking today, boys and girls. Sorry we were running late. Uh, Matt was busy. So, uh, you know, he had to give me the show notes. But, you know, better late than never, right? Uh, we were here to, Thank you, Matt. Appreciate to you. do it. Thing. Appreciate all your hard work. Matt's a busy man, the hardest working man in show business. Uh, and yes, yeah, as we go away, Gabe, any last words? Everybody, thanks for showing up. Hope everybody learned some fun new stuff today, like about Jack Tripper and old TV shows. Um, see you guys next week. All right. Dark Side Jedi. Hey, thanks for joining us. It was a great night, great list. I'm glad to see everybody had fun. Uh, have a great weekend. Happy Fourth of July. And JB, our man from Amsterdam. Yeah, you know, I'm all settled in here, and I want to continue to, to work on this setup. So uh, I'm going to go live right as soon as we end Let's here. See we're going to do, a little, do a little after party, and, uh, and I'm going to test the uh, test the stream yard and the setup here and see. Is this uh, the new house? This is the new place, yeah. Nice. We're in the all new right, place. Yeah. It's not right quite on. like the old abode, but, you know, you get no. used to it, you know. Actually, all my stuff's over in a, in a real man cave. So if you want to hear the story about me renting a – a very expensive man cave. Come on over to the after party here. I'll drop the link in the chat. If you guys want to check it Boom. out, there you go. Well, at least you're not in prison like Otto in his uh, cell block. There. <laughs> That's the cell block Otto, right? There you go, cell man. Block, cellmate in inmate number one, seven, two, six, five, four. Making shivs. 
Yeah, exactly, man. I don't get out much. I don't got, but I got my spinner rack. I got everything else. I got you guys, so I feel good, man. So, um, Wait, let's let's take a look at that thing. Ooh, yeah, that spinner rack is so fire. What is on display in the spinner rack? Go slowly, man. I got put my right, here we go. Let's start over here. Tivo, can an admin approve my? Uh, I lost my blue wrench. Can an admin put my link? I just dropped that link in there. Can someone approve that? Uh, drop it in Facebook, and I will. There we go. So we got the little yellow labels right here. We got some yellow labels, oh, uh, some Daredevils, some Elf, very underappreciated book that I had double signed. ElfQuest one, signed by Whit Richard uh, Wendy Pena. You don't see this book that often. Oh, that's cool. And that done. Um, and then the best part about the spinner rack is just like a toy, man. You know, just mess around with it. I got all some of my sketches right here. That's Ooh, some let's see that hair me. to the empire, brother. That's it right here. Signed. Hair uh, to the empire. Hair to the hair to the empire. That's right. Timothy's on, and what's cool about that is he actually dated it. Nice. So, you know, that's right there. Um, and what else we got? We've got one of my favorite pieces in my collection done by George Deep, my Jean Grey uh, Captain America mashup. So we got that. And then, you know, it's just this was a two-year play for me. And uh, then I got some Thors and some more yellow labels. But it's just uh, just the fun part. And the oh, best yeah, part uh, about that, it is. Okay, that one book is throwing me off. Which go ahead. Keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. Stop. There's a book okay. that's well, askew. X Force. No, behind the behind the Thundercats. Behind the Thundercats. Tripping me out. Is yeah. It's messing with my ADD. No, because you didn't have them all lined up, man. Oh right, right, right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, oh, oh. Come on, man. Straighten up your spinner rack, damn it. Yeah, come on. It's part of the best part about it is you know. But what about this, you guys? This is something you guys really appreciate. Blip right here, man. You know. Oh, that's dope. Yep. Yo, so, make anyway. no mistake, spinner racks are not uh, cheap. They are no, expensive. No. Yeah. I got mine back here, but it's empty right now. <laughs> oh, come on, Gabe. That's the best part about it, man. You know? I know I got to well, put it we... together. I got to put some stuff uh, in Now, do you have the new one, or is that the vintage one? No, that's the new one that I got off of yeah. Kickstarter like a long time ago. Yeah. Find the vintage original ones, oh. and they're really pricey. Yeah, uh, I know those from like have... the 50s that were like, like, this really, like a magazine stand, like the little ones. Yeah, those are, yeah they're, this, they're this one was from the 80s. This has got the six panel right up here, so you can see it and stuff like that. But oh, you know, so you do have an original one, yeah, 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 yeah. This one, no, this doesn't was this wasn't a repo. This is the original man, and it's just you know, really cool. But part of the grotto, so you know what, when I'm out, when I get out of the cell block, I get to turn around and do that. So there you, you go, know, man. But right. hey, listen, before I go, you guys, thanks for letting me jump on tonight. Tomorrow, you guys, please, three men in the basement at eight o'clock. We've got three huge terrific con announcements. Okay. Um, so Sounds just come terrific. check it. It's gonna be terrific. And it's three <laughs> announcements on three men in the basement. You can't get more linear than that, guys. So it's linear. That's right. That's right. Thank you very much for letting me jump on tonight, fellas. All right, boys and girls. Enjoy nice. your weekend. We'll see you Tuesday for the cover price top 10. Until next time, keep digging in them long boxes. Peace out. Now let's do this. Rewind, select town, come again. Pull up that from the top to the very last. Yap, 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 yap. Who are you to make their lives bitter in hard bondage? In the great hall of the Justice League, there are assembled the 
Mankind's greatest hero. Their mission to fight injustice, to right that which is wrong, and to serve all mankind. When it comes, I won't even notice. Oh, how so? I'll be too busy looking good. <laughs> <laughs>